Jam Studios brought to you by Old Mutual. Hello, hello, everybody, and a warm welcome to Nasty C's Zulu Man with Some Power podcast series brought to you by M Studios by Old Mutual. Right now, I am coming at you guys from M Studios in Newtown, which is an incredible world-class facility that was put together by the good people at Old Mutual. As you can see, they've got a dope stage behind me with incredible lighting and a full PA system. There's a recording studio, a boardroom, and so many other facilities that you guys can use if you want to take your career to the next level. Since the very beginning of his career, Nasty C has been a big thinker. He's always tried to do things differently and that's probably why he's advanced to the international level where he is today. So to celebrate the release of his third album, Zulu Man with Some Power, he has called upon some industry professionals to break down what really happens behind the scenes in the music industry. So whether you're an artist, whether you're a content creator, whether you're an aspiring music manager, there's so much cool information in the series that you definitely want to check out. This this week's episode is definitely one for the culture as Nasty C is one-on-one with South African hip-hop legend Slicker as they discuss the evolution of South African hip-hop and exactly the role that Nasty C played in that evolution. They talk about his personal music evolution from bad hair to strings and bling and obviously Zulu Man with some power. They also talk about his creative process, how he stays on top of his game and so much more. This is a really incredible episode guys. The time is now. Let's go. M Studios brought to you by Old Mutual. You're welcome to the Zulu Man podcast. I am Slicker and I'm speaking to the Zulu Man with power. Congratulations, man. Thank you, Chief. On the album, you know, I don't know where to start because you're already planning the next Zulu something with power. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it start off with King. I mean, um, for me, it's just been interesting and just watching your journey, like almost like taking the crown and saying King. I was just interested on opening the album with that, you know, what, why was it important for you just to go, yo, King and what's the reference of that King and a lot of my questions are going to be based on that because I want to talk about your evolution, you know what I mean? Um, so with King I really just wanted an intro that was like very theatrical, so to say, something that sounded like not just a normal song that you just play. It sounds like an introduction to something. It sounds like, okay, we're going somewhere here. You don't know where we're going, but we're going somewhere. I wanted something like that just to set the tone off perfectly like for the album because I felt like it was something very different and if people came to it with like pre-consumptions like, oh, he's going to drop bars and it's going to be bangers on bangers or whatever they were going to be disappointed so i had to i had to make sure first song out the gate you need to know i'm doing something different with this album it's not the same shit that you've heard from me from do you know what i mean so it's like it's, it's really just that it's really just me saying yo you're entering my world now where i'm the king i'm the king of this place right here like i'm about to show you my capabilities i'm about to show you some shit you know what i mean yeah and when you look at like um from all your albums coming in i mean i think like bad hair bad hair extensions strings and blings which i think you are really like getting into your zone also yeah. what have you seen or done that you go that reaffirms the fact that you know what I wouldn't call it king like on bad hair when I open it up but I've seen so much now that I do feel that to a certain extent I'm catapulted to that king space you know I guess it would have to be all the experiences and lessons learned in between the two times I guess like just me growing as an artist and me realizing that the art is the most important thing no matter how much you can you can get distracted and, and think that oh no the engine behind this whole thing is the marketing oh no the engine is this or it's this and that it's the look it's the image this and that I think I got to a point where I was so 
interested in everything else for like a long time. And then I got to a point where I was like, nah, actually, like these other things should be coming naturally. And I just stopped worrying about them and I started focusing more on the music and I started feeling like a king, like in my, my own space. I think that that was it. I think that was it. Like I reached a point where I was very comfortable with my sound and it being different. And it, it's like, it's going to be like a hit or miss. Like if you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. And I'm just like a thousand percent okay with that. Yeah. And I think, you know, what a lot of people actually underestimate or take for granted, uh, and I think it's because also you're young, a lot of people ignore the resilience that you've you, you've had to have to get here. You know, you've um, you've been in like deals or relationships that other older people couldn't even save themselves from. You know what I mean? And I guess, you know, there's also a sense of like King besides me just saying I'm emceeing or I'm, mm -hmm. I'm getting into my zone and my music. There's also that these are the scars that I have behind my back also, you know, and um, and all I've done is just try harder. You never ran back home. You know what I mean? Is how much of that resilience also literally like comes back to the King aspect of it? Almost like it's like 90% of what makes a King anyways. Mm. The fact that you get up every single time. That's how you earn people's respect. That's how you end up respecting yourself. You end up going, I know, actually, like I've been through it, but he goes, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you get to that point where it's like, I don't care what you throw at me anymore. It's like, it's fine, dog. Like I'll take it. It's like that, you know what I mean? And I, I think that that's what makes a king. And I think that a lot of people want to forget what you've been through and they want to place you like, you lucky. They want to place you like, ah, you know, you- It's because of this person and, and this yeah, backing. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that was, it's important also for you to, to actually without obviously you're not you're a gentleman and you're not going to talk bad on your on, on the people you worked with but I think that it's also important for people to know that you've gone through the most yeah. and you never went you never had a home in Joburg to go cry back home to yeah. you know what I mean you actually had to stay here in the same city the Figure same city that actually probably showed you showed you the flame yeah. it's the <laughs> bad deals the bad relationships or just this world of access but you can't even really like kind of like kind of go this is what it's accountable this is why this is accountable for it. You know what I mean? So I do feel that like uh, a lot of people are deliberately forgetting that, especially when you drop a song like Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. I, I, and I don't know why people do that, you know? I think um, it makes them feel a little better for their own shortcomings because they say, oh no, the only reason why me and him are not on the same level is because he has this guy and that guy and that guy behind him. And it's not like that. Before I got to these guys, I had to go through a lot of like niggas <laughs> before I got to people that actually understand what I'm trying to do and are like down for the cause and are like loyal, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm the guy that pulls all the strings and makes all this shit come together. I'm not, I have a team, mm -hmm. but the team is functional. Mm -hmm. For a long time, I've had like a, a broken family type team. You know what I mean? And I had to I had to power through all of that. I had to be real with myself and cut people off, people that I started with. Mm. You know what I mean? People that I wouldn't be here if it weren't for them. But because I, I had to just like be honest, like I'm just like, is this person good for you? Really? Like, do they really understand you? Are they really going there to speak on your behalf or by the agenda and try to like finesse you? You know what I mean? Like I went through all of that type of stuff. People just like, they want to point out bad stuff. People want to see stains. Like people can't stand it. Like looking at somebody that came in, especially older people, like, you know, no offense to, to anybody, Body, specifically but like older people it just it, it doesn't make sense to them how you just came in and had it easy because it's like it's not fair type thing so 
They'll, they'll create, they'll come up with everything they can, like to try and, that's a stain right there, that's a stain right there. Nah, you're not perfect, da 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 da, da. It just is how the game goes. Though. And I think also we also take for granted how young you are, you know, and right, you're here right now, but you had to make some of these decisions at what age? 18, 19, 20. That's incredible because, you know, when you're 20 years old, you literally like want to believe that everyone is for you. Yeah. It's hard to actually be assertive. I mean, old people can't also choose their paths. I always say you also got to respect people's moves. I don't care how yeah. whack they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? If people yeah. literally like a, move, a calculation of this move literally counts to this. I got to minus this. I got to plus this. That is a big part of the game. Exactly. You know? Especially like if that person is so young that they're still trying to figure out who they are as a person. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's still that. Yeah. And then there's pressures of just like taking care of family back at home where you left. It, dog, it's like... Who don't know what you're going through in the meantime? They don't. They seeing the Instagram posts and, and everything and they're thinking, you're rich. Yeah. <laughs> Send us some money. Get us out of here. Like, dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. I think that's why I can openly say, because I've also watched the journey I mean, the opening of King, the description of Zulu man with power, you know, um, there's a big debate on there's not enough Zulu. But like I was saying in a conversation, I was saying, I don't care how much English you speak, if your surname is <laughs> and you're from Etuban. No, no, not even like, bro. So why do you want to fight that this is Zulu? <laughs> you know Again, I mean? it's just trying to find the stain in something that looks good. It's just people are like that, though. It's like, that's just the way we are. And that's, yeah. and I'm not going to lie to you right now. This is like, this is like a thing that we have as just South Africans. You travel around the world, you find people are not really like that. Lana, what we like to do is like, we, we act as if like we're happy for people, but we're not really. You know what I mean? People say, I just looked the other way. You thought I was going to ask for a picture. Like, why do you need to, like, why are you like that? Like, do you know what I mean? That's just like the energy that people have. And, and it's like very common and it's like a normal thing. It's like, it's normal to just, as soon as something great comes up, they just have to point out the bad stuff about it and be like, ah, no. But you see, you want to be specific in that aspect. I want to literally like take that and go, this is where the power comes from. You know what I mean? I literally saw when I was powerless at 18 or 19, I literally saw that like I wouldn't, th these things were not working for me at 18 and 19. And I had to do plus, minus, minus, plus. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I literally knew how to speak with like people globally and also build those relationships. This is where the power comes from. You know what I mean? Even if you had to remove the Zulu, it's still power. power. Still there. Yeah. So where do we want to put this power? We got to put this power to where it comes from, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I couldn't Zulu have said it any better. Power. I couldn't have said it any better. And then um, another thing I love is this, like you, you're a student of hip hop and um, I've been, and I know you'd say about, you, you talk about this and I always say it's a sign of the times that shows people's age also and, um, and people's choice of amnesia. I say you're like um, a student of the game because um, I never ever knew who Rosa Parks was. And then like, you know, then Outkast did the, even when Outkast was saying, who did the bus? I still never knew, 
What was that person doing? What I'm trying to understand that I never understood that I never understood um, because like the song was just about a party. It was about you know it was all these things. And I remember they also had backlash when they dropped that song um, when when people started coming out and they were like, yeah, you know, disrespecting the history. Uh, you know, I see I mean? where you go with this. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? I see. Yes. Yeah, um, and so when I was young and I was reading that, I was like yo, these old people must be crazy. You know what I mean? And it feels like now when I hear Steve Biko, those Steve Biko is obviously closer to us, you know? And then I go, but this is the game though. That's just how it goes though. When you wrote that and did you, were you expecting, I mean, you got Deep Throat, you got Steve Biko, two words down, Deep Throat. You know? <laughs> 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 I mean, Steve yeah. is in the middle of a deep throat, bro. <laughs> like, did I think about, like, the tension or the... The, the backlash that, the that, backlash. that could possibly cause? I'll be honest with you. First of all, I haven't experienced this backlash. Yeah. No yeah. way, right? Yeah, yeah. But, no, I didn't think about it. I didn't I didn't think that it would be an issue. Like, when, when uh, my team started pointing it out, they were like, oh, one of them was scared. They were like, don't you think we should rename the song? I'm like, why? Like, why do you want to rename it? Think about all the people that are going to hear that song for the first time and say, yo, that song's f***ing dope and pull out their, sh their Shazam and then they go, Steve Beagle. I'm like, who's Steve Beagle? Now what they're doing is they, they they doing their own digging and their own research, their own extensive little, and they're learning more about him. The song is not in no way just like about his legacy or what he's done or it's not even just like against it. It's, it's really it's got nothing to do. It's just wordplay. That's pro black. Yeah. You know, pro, pro black. It's a dope ass line. Pro black card? What? <laughs> Come you on, know, though. It's I, like Steve Beagle is pro black. I yeah. So once again, it's just a student of the game, you know, where regardless of what is being said, a lot of people don't understand that like in streaming numbers, you're probably the biggest artist and you are literally using wordplay. And you even when you title your song Steve Biko, I don't see anyone in your generation talking about Steve Biko. Exactly. <laughs> what's, what's that making them do now? It's making them go do their research. Now they know who Steve Biko is. And Steve Biko is also one of the most played joints on the album also. Yeah was number one in the world at some point. People just choose like to, to focus on the bad stuff, bro. It's like, that's just something you can never eradicate. You can never fix it. It's just something that you just have to just let be. I mean, and, and you know, I know you talked about old people. We're going to get to old people because and that's hard. You addressed a couple of thing, uh, things about OGs who are basically like baby uncomfortable. Not OGs. I respect OGs. Um, you were mentioning that. And I, I think on a lighter note, you know, I wanted to find out when you were planning or envisioning Nasty C's growth. What gap did you want to fill, right, as an artist? Like now you, you're at home, you just moved to Joburg. What gap did you want to fill that you felt that I don't think the OGs or the generation that's actually doing it and killing it at this point in time are probably filling this gap? And how far do you think you are within that also? I don't think it was filling in any gap. My vision as a kid, it was just as pure as me wanting to exist in that space. That's all I wanted. Mm. I just wanted to exist in that space. I just wanted people to go, the greatest MCs or, or artists in South Africa are, oh, AKA this guy, this guy, Nasty C. You know what I mean? I just, I just wanted to be mentioned with the greats. That's all I wanted. And then started happening is as you come up and especially because like all eyes were on me, like a lot of people, it was like, there was a lot of push and pull going on. Like a lot of people would try to win me over by, I don't know, acting like this is the this is the side those guys there don't matter come to this side and i was i wasn't for that so i mean i'm just like first of all me i'm not i'm not gang gang with any one of you guys like i came in 
thing with my own squads coming through and it's saying I'm just here to exist in this space. We can be cool, yes, but like don't think like I'm just going to fall under anybody's wing. I have a vision of my own and a lot of people didn't take that well. And I guess it's just it's just one of those things because as much as it looks like people in the industry talk, these guys don't talk. Even when they have something against you, they don't say it to your face. Like you'll hear it through somebody else. And I'm coming out corner, we don't respect that. So I never respected that. I mean, if you did that to me, I I immediately like cancel you. I, like I'm saying, now I don't expect me to dap you up like when I'm in the clubs or some shit like that. You know what I mean? And as a result of that, because you are the type of person to not use words and converse, you rather like read my energy and whatever, and then feed into that, and then go spreading your own. It's gonna keep getting worse and worse. It's just gonna build up and build up. You know what I mean? And then it's gonna get to a point where it's like, Fuck you, well. You well, f- you too. All right, then. Like, and I mean, look, I, I want to just to give context for anyone listening. Obviously, like, we're talking about you're 18, 19 year old, and you are around some of the biggest stars, and there's almost like a bidding kind of like war to have to, right. to, to have you in each space. Right. And at 18, 19, you like going, I want to be amongst the names of the greats, but I got my own vision. Exactly. It's like, allow, allow me to exist in this space and mm. like, give me my space. Like we can be cool. Like we can be cool. I've always shown the utmost respect, dog. Like I, I've been the respectful, the most respectful guy, like forever, dog. Until it came to a point where I was just like, nah, I'm done. But for the most part, like I was so respectful. I was just like, yo, like, like it doesn't have to be like this, dog. It doesn't have to. Like, why are we doing this petty industry shit? Like, let's just make music, dog. I have, I have something I, I can offer. Should you ever want to work, let's go work, dog. Let's let it be purely about the work and, and what can actually come out of that situation. Yeah, that whole thing was just like. Nah. I just want to come back to that. Though that's mm-hmm. king, you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah, that was exactly that, that, that's king, that's exactly. indecisive, you know, and that's exactly. making a call that's saying, Yo, I might not have anything, but I'm still protecting the interest of the people that I'm rolling with, right? Yeah. That's power, once again, mm-hmm. you know, power not to be under the pressure, you know, and to stand for what you believe in, though, and stand firm. And these are part of the building blocks of what can make an artist like also grow, but we'll get into that, you know. Mm-hmm. Here's the most important line that I heard you say in this album while I was running. And then I went, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, overpriced take, you know, I I might not, I don't need to drop a rhyme, so I don't need to out rhyme your rhymes. I might not quote them as it is, but you know, I just love that line where you go, I want to use my skin as as an excuse because I've seen Oprah and I've seen Hover and and I want let nothing with skin to take take over Jehovah's place. Man, and like, you know, for me, that captures so much, you know, and it also captures, then you close up and then you've got a line where you go, you want to take the stereotypes of Issei away, you know, and when they see you, when they see you, you know, I mean, for me, literally, like, that's the heart of Zulu man with power. You know, those are the most important lines you said in that. You could have just had a quiet album and just said that. That one, that, that one <laughs> line. That's a nice show point. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where is that coming from, you know? It's coming from these true life events, though. Like, everywhere I go, as you can imagine, a lot of people go, really, from South Africa? Play that song again? But how? Do you know what I mean? And then I explain, and then it's like, oh, shit. But they always leave like, okay, let's see what else we can hear from South Africa. And I'm I'm never the guy to go, oh, no, yeah, in South Africa, yeah, I'm really, I'm running shit. Like, as yeah, long as you yeah. listen to my shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm not like that, dog. I'm really out there, like really putting on for the country, dog. I'm over there, like, like I'm, I'm even like to some, to some degree, acting like, like we're like the Avengers type. 
Like I'm yeah. like, we're teammates. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I act when I'm over there because I understand what's important at that moment. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's just to open that gate. Discuss whoever's the best and whoever's running shit when we're inside. Yeah. Like right now, what's important is that we enter. Do you know what I mean? So when I'm there and these guys or whatever and da 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 and they're in awe and whatever and they're like, so how come you talk like this? How come you sound like this? How come this and that? Are there more like you? And I'm like, yeah, mm. they are in different languages, different flavors even. There's this guy, this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy. Sometimes I even mention guys I know deep down I'm not cool with. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's amazing. If I was the type of dude to, to snap everything I do, Doug, and like all these conversations that I have with people, if I was the type to say, yo, I just stepped out of a meeting with this guy and I told him about this, this guy and he told me he was going to try and put everyone in this, this, this playlist and whatever. And some of these playlists that I do for like Spotify and shit, these guys are like, yo, we're going to give you a playlist that's going to have like a banner and whatever. When people log on to Spotify for this week only, your shit's going to be like at the top there. Like, mm. who do you want to put on there? I'm not selfish, Doug. I don't go put me, just put Teller, man. Just yeah, put yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah. No, I'm actually, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. putting everybody on, but you don't see me going on Twitter say, yeah, first of all, I just put this guy, this guy, and that guy, and that guy there. Mm. You guys should be thanking me. Like, I'm, I'll never be that guy. And playlists are the new radio station for those Dog, who don't know. Right now, that's that's our, our, our highest currency as artists right now mm. because there's no going out the house. We've always looked at royalties and all that type of stuff as like, ah, nah, you can keep that. Me, I want to go make the show, show money. Yeah. That's, that's not it right now. Our highest currency right now is the streams and do you know what I mean? Look, I'm, I want to share something with you and I appreciate the fact that like um, you're having these conversations, but I've been in a space where I've been taken to the States by an artist and I've been in a booth with like these artists and it's guys that I looked up to and um, I was young, you know what I mean? And I'm from a crew of cats, right? And I know that like, like I'm I'm always the guy that's like putting things together. So I I, I lean on the crews there. Yeah, y'all rap well, I just put things together. And I was in that space. And for me, I just couldn't find it in me to have the confidence to sit in that booth. I was invited. Yo, come in the intro. A brother from Africa, you know, yeah. come in the intro. You know, I never had the confidence. I can talk about it now because it is what it is. It's part of my life. You know what I mean? But um, the appreciation of what you are doing for me goes deep because it's more than music. Because I was in a position yeah. where literally we were going to go in this 2009, no internet, no, okay, they got a million streams. It's yeah. like another rapper who saw us in South Africa, like kill a crowd yeah. and we built a relationship. And then he went to Def Jam, funny enough. And he said, we got to literally start an African branch and we got to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's word of mouth, right? But I never represented properly for the rest of us. You, you did, did you, you did your part. Did my part, you, you know what part. I mean? And, but what's important is that I appreciate what you've done even further because of the confidence that it takes. And you're one of the artists, there's a lot of artists that I feel that have got a, a lot of confidence that like in our time, it was unheard of. You know what I mean? It was crazy. We were the first of, the, of its kind also. And, and it, 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 it's supposed to be that crazy. Like when you think about it, because it, it actually is, dog. Like when you go that side, people don't understand. You're going that side to be a newcomer all over again. Yeah. It's like you're leaving this throne to go and try and, and catch that crown right there. But in between that, you're crownless. You're, you're a nobody. You land there. People are like, oh, who are you? Oh, where do you come from? Oh, let's hear your song. Oh, that's cute. And then they go back to whatever they're yeah, used no to. Do you know what I mean? And you have to knock again. You have to be like, yo, I'm here again. I got some different This is better than the other one. I'm telling you, like, listen to this and it's like you're going through this come up all over again and this time it's heavier because you know what it's like to be praised you know what it's like to come from oh, a place yeah. where it's like you don't have to introduce yourself you walk in a room and everybody's like oh 
Do you know what I mean? And then you walk in there and you walk in and everybody's like, who is this guy? Are we letting visitors in now? What's happening? You know what I mean? Like, and you have to be a newcomer all over again. But also knowing that you're not just doing that for yourself. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it should be scary. I mean, it isn't scary, but because, I don't know, maybe it's just not scary for me, but it isn't scary. But it's like, it's something, bro. Look, I mean. Bro, it's something, though. And there's a confidence where I'll tell you, before I we even went, well, I even went there, I'd already made, like, met Damon Dash, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, he was out pushing the, the the Rockefeller new artist and the PR company. They, now it's a PR company, a white PR company. I'm super young. And they're like, yo, you got to meet these. And they got me there in the front, you know. And Dame Dash me on some, yeah, all right, all right, cool. And then like, you know, Dame Dash, I don't know whether he saw me or not. This woman goes, oh, so do you also want me to give you a No, no, not that. You know, to be honest, man, you just had to swallow that, though. You just had to be like, bro. Now, I'm telling you. And now I'm in a booth in a room where this is a collaboration album. Look, they all like, they there, you know, they everyone is feeling themselves. They're competing with each other. Yeah. Now you want to throw this African in. Dog. And them naturally, naturally, their confidence is always like on a thousand. Yeah. At any given moment, you ask them, yo, is this you? Yeah, hell yeah, that's me. Listen to my other shit. Yeah. So they come in with that energy. You come in with this humble South African shit. It's like, I know, yeah, that is me. Um, if you could just listen to this one also. We come in with that yeah, energy. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, dog, You're it's coming like with the two. Bro, I'm telling you, dog, it's it's something else. It's a whole different beast on its own, dog. But how do you how do you then push forward with that? You know, where even going as far as, okay, now we're taking pictures. How do you push forward knowing that those are some of the barriers? Because I think that's what people, people miss the fact that like, it's not a song. It's not like you're meeting with your homie. Mm. You're meeting with the total stranger who's yeah. also hungry, if not hungry, yeah, in his yeah. space. And if you think it's rife here with you and the next artist, imagine there, you know? I don't, I don't, I don't even know, dog. I, I don't even. It's, it's, like, it's just like one of those things. It's like, just jump. It's like, just jump. Stop thinking about it too much. Just jump. If you fall, you fall. It's fine. Get back up and try it again. You know, it's, that's, that's just been my whole thing the whole time. I've seen what it's like to just like fail and then fail again and then fail again. Oh, we're going to get to that. I mean? Hold on, hold on. We're going to get to that. I, I, I know what that's like. And then when you finally win, it just makes it all worth it. it you, and you feel even stronger than a person that got it right the first time. So in Lavish, you talk about haters and I just want to find out how has your evolution also created a misconception about you? I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I think people people just go around saying stuff about me. People buy it. What doesn't help is like print media. No offense to print media, but it, it doesn't help because a lot of the stuff that goes out locally like into where we grow up these people first of all they don't contact us to get our side of the story or to get our two cents or whatever even just a young quote even two lines or whatever even just a no comment they don't even they don't even get to that point so what they do is they create stories and then they put them out and La Paana you know what it's like oh he's trending on Twitter oh, oh let's go see what he tweeted it's not like that it's like when they when they go into to catch a taxi they're seeing this and they still do it like this like yeah. it's like a pole with like a banner and this big ass heading mm, mm, mm. and it's just yeah, like yeah. it's gonna be like the worst because people, it has to draw people's attention. Mm. And then that's what people end up going with. And, and because La Payana is not like Bayazu, so this guy usually goes live. Let's share his, his side of the story yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. No, they're just going to take whatever they saw La Payana and this story is And you know, it always changes through people. Like yeah. this person will hear it and, and then they'll tell their mother and their mother will tell their son and then their mm. son will go to school and tell the rest of the crew and this mm. and that. And then it'll just go like that. And then people just end up saying, ah, no, when they look, no, no, no. That's just how it happens. And then people just run with that, you know? I mean, I know, I know, good 
wanted. I would rather have people think whatever they want to think about me and think, ah, this and that and da 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 because then they're giving me a chance to make as many mistakes as I have to make to level up because mm. everyone is thinking is looking, you're already looking at me as a failure like mm. what else can you do dog you're, you're already looking at me as somebody who's not good enough ah that's rubbish yeah. I'm waiting for this guy to put out the album that's yeah. fine dog you're giving me a chance to go like to go crazy like and fail as many times as I have to and get it wrong as many times as I have to and then I, I'll come out later and then all will be fixed I don't really mind dog you just have to let people do their thing dog like it'll drive you crazy trying to, trying to fix what people think about you yeah it'll drive you crazy i want to remove it from the context of how you are writing it but for me i was like yo how many times did you fall to chart in 30 countries so many times man. and i'm not even talking about Times square because for me it's that's media buying you know i'm a marketer that's media buying you can't buy streams you know what i mean you can't buy um interest and i'm also not like uh blinded by the i i tell people people go yeah this system is a machine i go yeah, i need to remember i used to make music and and um they was a machine that supported umoya but if the song was whack it wouldn't have done because the fm was gonna go yeah they would have played it for that first week just yeah. to make the people happy uh, and then it would have been yeah done. just okay see Dalila finished you know i mean how many times and and can you also just like point out the places that you had to fall and when i say fall i'm not just going fall but fall forward like i had to travel here i had to travel you know for your album to to be charting in 30 countries and I'm gonna name some of those countries for those that don't know. When it comes to when it comes to stuff like, let's say for instance, ticket sales or merch sales or whatever, like pushing actual units where it's like you, you can never manipulate it. Those things, that's that's when I found like a lot of challenges outside of the the music stuff, like when it came to like making a business out of it. That's where I found like a lot of a lot of hiccups. But we powered through them. Like a lot of the stuff that I had to that people saw on social media, I'm like, oh that that's crazy. That's like, that's crazy. Congratulations. That was probably like the third time we had tried it. You know what I mean? Like we, we tried a lot of stuff. Um, even, even when it came to like brands, like brands to, to support us do a tour. They were like, you're crazy. You're not going to do a tour in South Africa. How are you going to do a tour in South Africa though? Like mm. that doesn't make any sense. And we, we won't sponsor you to go to a club. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. We were just like, no, it, it, it's going to work. We're going to do it during these times at this place. It's going to be safe. There's going to be kids there. So that's your target market. Your brand fits this thing. They were just like, nah, that's mm. not going to happen. A lot, a lot of those doors got shut like right in front of our eyes. And it was like, now you have to go back and rethink the whole thing. You have to think if it's worth taking money out of your own pocket for. You know what I mean? And and sometimes, sometimes when you're taking money out of your own pockets and and you try to explain it to homies, it's like, yo, it's, we're still building for now. Like, mm -hmm. like I need you to help me like in these beginning stages. Like we're gonna be good eventually, but like just like ride with me for these beginning, like these first few shows or whatever. Mm -hmm. And some dudes don't want to hear that. Some dudes want their, their actual fee or whatever. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? All that type of stuff, though. It's, it's just a lot of stuff that we have to go through. And then when, when you do that type of stuff, people that are in the same field as you, because they haven't tried it or they don't want to try it or they just want to stick to doing like clubs or whatever, they don't even want to hear your struggles. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, Fitz, I, I, can, I, can, I can try and do this, but please understand, I, I have to take care of this and this and this and this and that on top mm -hmm. of that. Like, mm -hmm. like, meet me halfway type thing. They're just like, nah, though. nah. My brand is not going to look right if I do this. It's like, okay, cool. I can shop. And then when it finally looks well and it's working, it's like, yo, are you, are you still on? Are we still on for this? It's like, nah, dog, we're not on. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's that type of stuff happens with that. And then also with the, the streams and, and, and all these numbers, the, the digital shit. People see me traveling and I don't know, I don't know what comes to their mind. I think they think I'm going on vacation or they think the trips are paid for. I don't know who they think pays for these trips. I pay for the trips. I pay to get my whole team on the plane 
to go left. We'll go someplace you've never even been to, places you don't even know exist. Like we'll go there though, and we'll do the groundwork. We'll do the radio stations, radio stations where it's like, sometimes it's not even a room as big as this. It's like Econ and Gaga bits. And we'll sit there and we'll power through it though. We'll sit there for an hour if we have to. Do those, have those meetings, those interviews, link with those artists, go to those schools, whatever. Like do the actual groundwork. Like, you know what I mean? Like we do that a lot though. And when we come back seeing uh, 200,000 gone, like, and you can only expect the return to come when you drop an album, which is in like a year or two years. Like you can only hope that country still remembers you that you came like a couple mm. months ago. And it doesn't even work like that also. You have to you have to come back. Like all these places that you go to, you have to come back. You can never just go to Tokyo once. No, you have to, to go back there and again and again. And nobody's gonna pay for that. You have to pay for that. That has to come out of your own pockets as an artist. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and people don't see that side of things. So they just think, ah, you have it made or it's easy for you. I mean, and this is, I just want to say this. These were the, this is the week that you dropped. This is, um, I, so I'm always on the charts, you know, I'm, I'm always just checking what's happening and you really stick on the charts charts you know besides the, there's really two or three artists that have been sticking on the charts and you one of the artists that sticks on the charts um in in urban hip-hop youth kind of music right the week that the album dropped you know i i checked on the friday so i was like oh maybe it's too soon you know <laughs> yeah, yeah you know um and then i checked on saturday and it's like okay maybe it's, then i checked on sunday right yeah. on sunday you were charting in zimbabwe you know um you're charting in swaziland obviously you're charging charting in south africa you're charting in kenya you're charting in gabon because someone was like oh pick up on food you know what i mean you're charting exactly. in my point in my point right yeah yeah you're charting in, in ghana and number eight not like you know, in the top 10, you know, you were charting in Gambia, you were charting in Botswana, you were charting in Uganda. And those are the countries where, and oh, Nigeria also, right? And I was telling the, these guys and I was saying, you see, Cardi B and Drake, you know, WAP and, um, and Drake's new joint, you know, they number one and two, like everywhere. There's a machine behind that. Mm. I said, yo, I don't care what you guys say. You can't, you can't machine Nigeria. Nigeria <laughs> literally got Cardi B and, and, and Drake on 52 and 53 and number one to 50 is Nigerian and the rest of Africa. Yeah. And you are like there within that space. You know what I mean? And for me, that was, th that, that literally was saying, yes, I, you know, they, there was that amazing Times Square post. But if you know the history of hip hop, that hasn't happened, you know, before where an artist literally is like charting in all these African countries. I literally really wanted to say, you know, um, how many fall forwards are you still ready for to really all take this to the world? All of them. There's gonna be there's gonna be loads. It's gonna be backlashes. It's gonna be beefs. Uh, there's gonna be speculations. It's gonna be accusations. All that type of stuff. Though I'm ready for it. Though I'm ready for it. I understand it comes with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm going upwards. That's not an easy thing to do. In any case, whether you're climbing, jumping, that's it. Going upwards is is hard. So I'm expecting everything else that comes with it. If I fall a thousand times, I'll do it. And if I, if I have to do that publicly, I'll do it publicly. F it, though. But at the end, like I'm, I'm gonna get mine at the end. Though. Trust me. I mean, I heard the story of um, all in you. You know how you literally had the beat when Ti reached out to you and you sent it through to him. When you got that message, you, you almost, it's almost like you kind of executive produced the song. You kind of mm -hmm. already knew what you wanted to say. Mm -hmm. And um, when I heard it, also I was like, yo, I can hear that you can have whatever you like, like keys, like, like there, like you. Know, 
know, yeah. lurking there, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, when you literally wrote that, how did you, was, was that one of your moments of, I want to tell my story and if he takes it, he takes it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. I think it's always, it's always like that with me, especially with like um, these international artists because I understand that a huge opportunity comes with that. Like if you guys really knock it out the park, something big, like that could change my life. Mm -hmm. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, and I don't want it to be something that I have to go back and beat my brain trying to replicate. I don't want it to be like that. I want it to be natural mm -hmm. so that the next time I have to do it, it'll be natural again. And, and that person will be able to say that song is a dope song. And especially since that guy told his truth on there and this and that and da 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 da. You know what I mean? And and even even um like after we did the song and he did that interview, he said exactly what I was hoping he would say. Or mm. what what I, I was hoping he would walk out of that moment like having in his mind. That that guy was not afraid to be himself. He didn't try and send me some ATL type mm. He didn't try and send me some trap he didn't try to send me anything that sounds like what I've made. He didn't try and sound super hard. He didn't try and rap too much. He didn't mm. try to sound gangster. I didn't do none of that, dog. I really, I really just went there and I was like, yo, this song means the world to me. This song is helping me get through some stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? If I can get my idol on this, it's a rap. Like, I don't, I, it doesn't really matter what it does. Like, what it's done for me already, that's it. And, and he understood that. And that was like, for me, that was like, that's how you do it. Was the song recorded already or did you just have the beat? I had it recorded already. Oh, wow. I had the song recorded already. Yeah. Yo, it's king. That's like being firm. Yeah, that's being firm. That's like you know, that's that's king. You know what you I mean? To, it's worth the gamble. People are scared to fail. They're scared to lose. They're scared to be slower than the next guy and and be late or whatever. But they don't understand that it's worth it. It's worth it though. In the end, I feel that like almost like the the nasty mantra is that whether you like me or not, the one thing you will get is me at the end. That's incredible. That is. That's 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 it. A thousand percent. You no, know, now, now, now that we're talking about this, I'm starting to think about even like a couple of connects that I made, but like there was no follow up. I guess. Or we didn't really see it through. And on my side, I was ready. But like on the other side, I guess like it didn't work. And if those things happened publicly, people would look at it a different way. People wouldn't take no type of lesson from it or whatever. But there's been a lot of cases where it's like, I'm like, oh, like, I cannot believe this guy reached out. Okay, cool. Let me send you this. This is what I really want to do. And they were like, okay, cool. Uh, I'll get back to you. And they never do. You know what I mean? That's also one of those moments where it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to cry over that? And are you going to scramble now and, and be desperate and, and whatever? Or are you just going to take that? That maybe that wasn't supposed to happen. As big of an opportunity as it may have seemed, maybe just it wasn't supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. I had a couple of those, dog. I had a couple of those where I was like, yo, like, if this works, I'm out of here, dog. I'm mm -hmm. gone. Dog. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I was like, I'm gone. And this is before Strings and Bling even, though. Hmm. Yeah, this is before Strings and Bling. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of those opportunities started to come and, and, and a lot of them didn't work out just because they didn't... I'm going to say it and, and just, like, be frank. They didn't believe in the vision. They didn't believe... In my, maybe they just didn't fuck with my music. Maybe they didn't like... Maybe they did a background check and didn't like what they saw. But whatever it is, I'm 100% cool with it. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, at all. Sure. On a personal note, I've always felt that you wise all the time I spoke to you. You know, I was always impressed by the things you say before you even got to this point. But but it's good to see it in action. I want you to tell me about Lose Some, Win Some. Tell me the experience of that song. Um, I mean, it talks a lot about the list lessons that you learned and I think some of the lessons that you talk about in, in, in that song are exclusive to a person who's going through a journey like yours. The, the, ten people can't say, I know yeah. the feeling. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very exclusive to kind of like the journey that you have taken. That one there is is just about the hardships that come with being a breadwinner. Mm. Um, people changing right in front of your eyes. Not necessarily changing even. People just like unveiling themselves mm. right in front of your eyes, I guess. You know what I mean? Like a lot of those moments happened to me. It was like, you know when it's like, there's just 
just that thing about about somebody, but because there's no proof or no no nothing incident mm-hmm. whatever to go off of and say you're a bad person, like mm-hmm. you, you never say that. You just like I mean I got some kids loot of it. Some chitoka and that's fine, and then, then you rock with them or whatever. And then when it starts to face you, then you're like I should have known. It's like you did know, but you, you felt it. Yeah, you you, you were just yeah you were, either you were just a good person or you just didn't want drama or you were just I don't know you were just kind of hoping that if you don't think about it, it'll go away and that person will be good and and. Like they'll be the right person to keep beside you for the journey or whatever. But a lot of those moments happen to me, and and it's like one of the hardest things ever. Like to to cut people off, like people that that really meant something to you. I had to do that a lot, and it was like all of the times. Actually, not even most of the times. All the times I was like, it it, it dog. It didn't have to. It didn't have to get like this. Like it didn't have to get to this point. Like this could have worked out a whole different way. Like we could all be winning right now. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like people that you love and people that you actually care about. That's why I even where I ended the verse, I was like. We cut some niggas off we had to be real for them but they know we still here for it mm. you know what i mean it's just like it's one of those it's like a burden almost almost man it's like a burden it's like these people you know they're good people at heart but it's like i was would say are they desperate for something is it pressure do they just not respect you as a person do they just see you as like a stepping stone or whatever do you know what i mean it's like it's you get conflicted lap of it you end up not knowing what to do though i believe people can be good people and they could change you know what I mean? certain situations or pressures can i don't know turn somebody bad for that moment or whatever i don't know you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i still have people that i speak to like every now and then and i'm just like yo i'm i'm here though like i'm still your homie you, you haven't lost me as as a friend you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. but I, I don't want you anywhere near me yeah yeah i can help you from a distance hell yeah, yeah. i, I want to see you win yeah but like don't don't come near me it's like they got their own things they still need to deal with yeah and you know it, it can it can they, you guys can never mend that until they they sort that out about themselves Mm, you know mm. what I mean? And I'm nobody to just be jumping in people's businesses and trying to fix their lives and, and, and all that. I give my advice and and I, I step out of the way. You know? Sad boys, what sacrifices for you to get to this point in your career? What sacrifices of, of people, relationships or time or even things that you've had to make a decision to make those kind of calls? Um, similar to what I was just talking about now, like mm. a lot of friends. Mm. Most of it is friends. Um, and then on my side, just because I don't know if this is just a normal thing, just like in South Africa, if it's like school up into Indonesia, so like there's a lot of drama, there's a lot of like you don't know who's who in the zoo and who you should be following and listening to. All of a sudden, like out of nowhere, people will come up and say, I used to know you Olet Lako and the Olet Lako, Liganje Ganje, listen and now Milim Figeli le Pupe and Tail and the Log and it's just like, yo, how can you how can you use something like that against mm. me, dog? Like how can you like that's like you gotta be an evil, twisted person to try and use somebody that I, I I consider my guardian angel to try and gain favor or whatever. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like that happens a lot. And when that happens from like people you consider to be family, it's just like, yo, like who can I trust at this point? Like I got to a point where I was like, I had to go back to my father and I was like, yo, at this point, you're the only person on this earth that I trust and love a hundred percent. You have your flaws and you have your mistakes or whatever. It's fine. I can accept that. It's whatever. But I think that as your son, I think you love me enough to keep it 100 with me. So-and-so and so-and-so are telling me this and this and this and that. They're pulling me in this direction and that direction and that direction. And they're using the one thing they know they can use to get to me. Mm. 
what do I do? As my father, tell me, what should I do? Should I listen to that? Or just like, tell me now, just even if you say one word, me, I'm going to listen to that. And that's just what I'm going to go with. If, if it comes with repercussions or whatever, fine, it, I'll take it. And then he told me what he had to tell me. And I was just like, all right, cool. At least now I can put a cap on this and just like, you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's hard though. It's hard, bro. It's hard. Especially when you're the breadwinner, because you go from being a kid that people love and they just want to shelter you and mm -hmm. give you on, only like good news and this and that. And when you're the breadwinner, people are just like, hey, not to sing Allah, so I see corner, gunji, 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 you know what I mean? And then, oh, it's, it's just, it's a lot, bro. Actually, it's a lot, bro. It's, it's yeah, and, and, and obviously, I mean, your pops, how does he feel about like your journey, though, you know, and what, where you are right now? I try and keep him in the dark about stuff like that, like like my success and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I try not to. To I don't know. I, I guess it's just the way I was raised. I don't. Me, me and him never had that type of really? where it's like, oh, I just did this and he'll say congratulations. Uh, we've never really been like that. If he chooses to say congratulations, he'll say it and I'll accept it. But we've never been. We've never really been like that. I've never had anybody like that in my life. I'm not that type of person. Yeah, it's like uh, it's that pops that doesn't say he loves you, but you know it. You know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> he's just, he's, 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 He'll say, he'll say it in just another way. That, 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 like, yeah, he'll mm. say it in another way. It was like tough love with my father, bro. It was none of, none, none of the heart to heart. I've never had a heart to heart with that man. Like, I don't, I don't even know what my father likes, bro. I don't even know if he has a favorite color, favorite food, place to, like, I, 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 like we're not there. Like, that. Yeah, you don't even want to play your pops the song. You don't want him to be there. I've never played him. Skip, skip I've never played him. <laughs> I've never, I've never said, listen to this. I've never. The closest I've gone to that is I told him that I made a song about him on the album and it's something that I hope very close to my heart and I couldn't wait for him to hear it which is which is on this album, Lali, yeah, yeah. Lali, yeah. that's yeah. that's the closest we got like to that mm -hmm. and when you're attacking school so he doesn't know that you're attacking school he knows now <laughs> I mean he knows now uh, that's incredible that's incredible how many videos are you going to be dropping you are Yo, man, you are, not, you are not letting anybody breathe with your videos. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to drop video after video after video. I, I want to drop a video for every song on the album. Every song feels like, it feels like a, a capsule of a moment of some sort, or like a feeling or an energy. Mm -hmm. So uh, mm -hmm. it'll be nice to have a visual representation of that for That's, every song. Well, I mean, look, man, I sent a, a message to your bro also. Um, and, you know, I've listened to millions of rap albums, you know. Mm -hmm. I think out of all your projects, this is the most cohesive from a sound that you press play and you listen through you know what I mean yeah. musically also you know your choice of of like mixing the sounds I just I, I, I did like the fact that you were able to even though you say you're going that away you showed us that like actually you are you, you know how to how to do this rap thing and you know what the, the beats that that are part of this rap thing you know what I mean you mixed it nicely it was a great listen Oh, you know, and I think that like in my view and it's something that I've posted and I'm going to say it again and I'll defend it. In my view, you need to celebrate what's happening in Africa with your music. You need to celebrate being on those charts. You know, you need to celebrate these millions and millions of streams. In, in when I asked earlier on what was the, the, the vacuum you filled, you were never going to know what the vacuum you were going to feel when you were starting because four or five years ago, streaming wasn't wasn't really like a, a commodity in South Africa, you know? So I think that like in the commodities of the music value, you literally are the king of music value from streaming, you know? And, and I think that what I really wanted to get from this conversation, I really wanted to kind of get into the work and get into the challenges and and get into everything that everyone sees and thinks it's easy um, and things that are comment on Twitter or 
uh, a comment with no thought literally is worthy of of just being there without them knowing the work yeah. you know and the, the thinking behind it yeah you know what i mean so man congratulations zulu man with some power like i said the most cohesive album true to the word of everything that you've gone through everything you've gone through that will tear any 18 year old 19 year old 20 year old you know yeah. um rip them apart and make them depressed <laughs> you know for real yeah for real driving to the brink of suicide though. you know what i mean but only kings can go through that and and really like and take it and and like i said you know you've be you, you've been falling back falling back but you're in a full forward space now so yeah. as long as you keep humbling yourself to falling forward and i ain't trying to school you like that og you know trust me now um as long as you keep yeah. on falling forward man you're gonna move us forward and also never mind about the negativity it's just people don't are not used to it um people are not familiar with this type of um i always go the saddest thing about apartheid is that apartheid is one of the few things that like the legacy of it is so is so great meaning racism in south africa it's so great the white man has always made us not see the power of ourselves the white man has always made us feel less right and he's done that so well that like even if you, a white man saw you move forward he's always going to find but you know but you're not good enough but mm-hmm. so they've been cutting us down forever and he's done it so well that it's literally like um spilled over to black men and women that like themselves. when we see ourselves we like you good but not but there's something you did to cheat yeah. you know i you know you got a nice car yeah. or oh, you got a nice car but i'm sure you're stealing money from the tenders yeah. you know that's how a white man sees sees black success and black excellence or black progress you know and it spills over to the music that like they you you must have cheated to get to where you are yeah. you know someone must be paying you to get yeah. where you are <laughs> they must be you know so black people also haven't detached themselves from um the white mentality that just doesn't go yo nasty really did that you know yeah. and before i gave you props i literally wanted to look at the charts and i know you came by that you know yo appreciate you man keep doing full forward Thank you. Full forward. To follow forward. <laughs> Superman with power. Yes, sir. It's going to the world now. Let's go. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Zulu Man with Some Power podcast series brought to you by M Studios by Old Mutual. If you want to find out more information about the facilities and resources that they offer or revisit some of their masterclasses, the time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Music has changed. How it makes us feel never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za.